Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Daily Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we're continuing our series through the long Psalm 119. We're in part 11, halfway through the series, uh, with the subheading Kaf, the Hebrew letter Kaf, starting in verse 81. If you'd like to follow along in your own Bible at home, or you can listen as I read. My soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word. My eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? For I've become like a wineskin in the smoke, yet I have not forgotten your statutes. How long must your servant endure? When will you judge those who persecute me? The insolent have dug pitfalls for me. They do not live according to your law. All your commandments are sure. They persecute me with falsehood. Help me! They have almost made an end to, of me on earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your steadfast love, give me life, that I may keep the testimonies of your mouth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I want to draw your attention once again to a formal feature of the Psalms. That is part of the way that the Psalms themselves are written. Something that we've looked at before, but which especially stands out to me in the first couple of verses of this section of Psalm 119. The feature is called parallelism. And the idea is that in Hebrew and then in the Psalms, more often than rhyming with words, which is what we tend to expect with poetry, they'll rhyme with meanings so that the second verse or the second half of a verse rhymes with the first part in a way that brings out more fully the meaning of that first part. Let me show you what I mean with the first couple verses of this section. My soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word. My eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? You hear how the first line of each of those verses sounds similar and yet slightly different. And so I want to draw two parallels that come through there. From The first one is soul and eyes. My soul longs for your salvation. My eyes long for your promise. And the second one that you hear there is salvation and promise. And how this deepens our understanding of both of these concepts. So first of all, soul to eyes. My soul uh, is, uh, sometimes it's said that the eyes are the window of the soul. Soul is a very abstract idea. Well, what does it mean to have a soul? What does the soul look like? It's a very nebulous kind of thing. But here it's to, drawing our attention to the fact that the eyes are the window of the soul. That if you want to understand what somebody's soul is like, or what your own soul is like, you look into the eyes. You can see that deepening sense that there is something more there. That we are not merely material beings, but that God has created. He has breathed his life into us. We're not able to see somebody's soul. We can, however, see their eyes, even as we see with our eyes. And as we do so, it's as though we are peering into the deeper recesses of their being. But then the second parallelism also um, brings out something wondrous about God's work. My soul longs for your salvation. My eyes long for your promise. So God's salvation. What does God's salvation consist in? Well, here the parallelism brings out the fact that but God's salvation in large part consists in his promise, in his fulfillment of his promises. And we've talked about this in earlier Psalms. For instance, in Psalm 78 and in Psalms 105 and 106, we see how the history of God's work with his people is how he makes promises to them and then he keeps them, most especially fulfills them in the promise kept through the work of his son, Jesus. Let us pray. 
Gracious God, we thank you that your word has all these many facets. And we pray, Lord, that you would give us a deepening understanding of your word and of the way that you are at work in the world. We thank you for your salvation, which is given to us as the fulfillment of your promise. And for our soul, the soul, you know, that immaterial part at work within us, we pray, Lord, that we would um, see and appreciate the soul that you have placed in us and in others. Give us eyes to see this, Lord, not only in your word, but in the world. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. May you go forth this day with eyes to see the wondrous ways that God is at work in you and in his world. Go in his peace.